The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird! It's a plane! Their mission, to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. I can't get over this. So the only thing left to say, of course, is the one obvious thing. Excelsior! Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Do you have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. And I up. Well, I looked up. Okay, Daddy. Okay. Okay. Back it up. I'm back it up. I'm back. I need him. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? What? What happened? Was there an altercation? Yes, Dick. Did you get a no. chocolate thrown at your head? No. First things first. That's insensitive. Okay. Do I do I ask if a lot could get thrown at your head? Um. Second thing. Um. No. It just cheese. That's all I'm going to say. Moving on. Hey everyone. Welcome to Splash hey. Pages. We have a Good weird evening. show for you. So oh, very, very weird. Uh, so very so weird. We'll, we'll finish up. You're watching Splash Pages here on Dorkin and Podcast Network. Uh, before there was a huge commotion going on. As always, Velvet Joker, how's it going, bud? Good evening. Good evening. Glad to be here talking about the ambush bug. Ambush good bug. Old. He's yes, so well he lit. 
I'm, I'm so well lit tonight. It's so well lit tonight. <laughs> uh, Drew, how's it going, bud? I'm fine. I, I, well, why do you always ask me that? I'm, I'm fine. Am I going to say no? I'm horrible. Give, go away. I'm great. It's good to be here. Let's get you weird. You never know. You never know. <laughs> so, um, uh, tonight's going to be a fun show. It's going to be a weird show. It's a weird book. This is, I think, one of the weirdest books we've ever talked about. Oh, yeah. So far. So far. I got to say that because there are a lot of weird comics out there. So, uh, a Facebook user, not sure who you are. Hello. Hello. Good uh, evening. What happened? Welcome to the show. Uh, so, day, Drew, Josh. before the show you're bringing up, uh, Sydney Poitier? Yeah. So, unfortunately, and I feel like I've somehow become Splash Page's Grim Reaper. So, I'm sorry to put a little downer on the thing, but I, I wanted to bring up that, like all years, I'm going to be honest with you guys. People are going to die. Okay, I'm just going to be straightforward with that. Celebrities, people, cats, dogs, living together, mass hysteria. But there were two that I definitely want to bring up because their loss is 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 was felt by a lot of people. The first one would be famous actor Sidney Poitier. Um, is a trailblazer in film, uh, and honestly his loss is incalculable i mean i even even i can remember saying with somebody with such gusto as the way he did you know they call me mr tibbs it's god what a, he had such great presence and yeah. his films really still stand the testament of time and he wasn't just if i'm correct Macaulay, he wasn't just an actor he was also a director i think he was also a writer so he was a real jack of all trades during a time when it was difficult for African-Americans to really get strong leading roles and he made it work. And uh, I think we're just considering fortunate that we had him as long as we did on this earth. And, you know, uh, his loss is, 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 is very felt. So that's the first one. And then the second one is one I have to say uh, I, that hit me out of nowhere and, and took me for a spin. Um, Bob Saget. Yeah. Bob Saget, man. And I think Danny that one Danny. hit me a little harder because Sidney Pate was, if I'm correctly, was in his 90s. So that's a great run. Bob Saget was 65. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And they haven't released the cause of death, but I do know that he was on and off struggling with a lot of drug addiction. So I. I'm really hoping it's not an overdose. I, I did see an article, Drew, that said uh, the police reported there was no drugs on the scene and okay. no signs of foul play. Okay. Now, that doesn't say, mean that he didn't do it before, but uh, mm -hmm. I, I'm thinking he might have just had a heart attack. I think the excitement of getting back on the road again and uh, perhaps maybe not being used to it or I don't know how in shape or out of shape he was, but, um, you know. Unfortunately, once you hit 40, 45, any day could be your last, my friend. That's true. And, uh, you know, um, I like I said, I have a little bit more of a personal connection because I actually met Bob Saget at a book festival uh, a few years back. Um, 
he was he was uh, advertising his autobiography, which I did buy a copy that he signed. Um, and he signed it, and I was like, you know, can I take a photo with you? And he was like, yeah, yeah, sure. I think I've definitely figured out how to do these. And I actually had a physical camera, so this wasn't like you know, a, a, you know. So he took his he took my camera, he did the the angle, and it was perfect. And and I was like, wow, Danny Tanner, everyone, you know. Um, he was he was really nice. He was very pleasant, you know. It was great. Like, and again, I, I was never a huge fan of Full House. But let's be real, everybody on there growing up in the 90s, 80s, when I, you sat down and caught a clip, an episode, right. a significant moment. You knew who uh, John Stamos's band was. You knew about the Olsen twins. You knew about Captain Chipmunk, whether you liked it or not. So, and I, I, it's, I saw uh, Beach Boys when Uncle Joey was uh, playing drums. There you go. There you go. Like, there you go. That. Um, and it's also the, the, the amount of love that he had, like, especially how close he was to John Stamos, Dave Coulier. Yeah. You know, th- it wasn't just we were actors. They were family. And it's just so sad. But it's funny because I was talking to somebody and, and you know, anytime people die, they do the, oh, you know, this is such a bad omen. I was, I was like, guys, people this happens every year, you know, uh, it's this unfortunate. Our heroes don't last forever. So that's why we got to cherish the time we have with them. You know, if you get a chance to meet them, do it. Um, just sure. And you know, on a positive note, but, it's well worth checking out his stand-up because he was a yes. tremendous comic. Oh, he was um, oh, a yeah. dirty comic. God. Yeah. And he had a it's great, the, it, great sense of humor. Um, and I remember a really funny story that um, he was hanging out at a comedy club and Stamos was, was coming to see him. Mm-hmm. And apparently Stamos has a huge fear of little people. So um, Brad um, Williams what? was performing that night. And mm-hmm. so Saget tells Brad Williams that about Stamos's issue. So as soon as Brad Williams sees Stamos, he beelines it and wraps himself around Stamos's leg. <laughs> and apparently Stamos is like trying to kick him off going, ah! Ah, ah, freaking out and stuff and Saget and Brad Williams were just cracking up and it, w- what a great funny sense of humor and uh, I'm, I wanted to bring a little happiness to a sad moment so I just thought I had to share that story thank you very much Rich that was I did not know that that was pretty great um, and it's also funny because if you ever read this, his autobiography which is fantastic I, I really need to stress that I only ever read it once Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I stupidly loaned it to a friend of mine to read, and we sadly are no longer friends. So oh. she never gave me back the book. So I'm a little bitter there. It's a little, little bitter, rightfully so. Um, but he had this story because he was close with um, Rodney Dangerfield mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. They were they were close friends, and one night. He invited him to hang out. It was him, Rodney, and Ron Jeremy. And and for for those who don't know who Ron Jeremy is, look him up on the internet because I'm not saying it. Um, yes. but, now jailed Ron Jeremy. Oh my God, he's he's jailed. You really don't know that? I really did not know that. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have you Google that now, sir. <laughs> 
my how the tables have turned um he had this thing where he was talking and and bob couldn't make it out so ronnie was a little disappointed and and he was and bob apologized i was like yeah i'm sorry i got this thing something i was like oh yeah and and it's just so funny because when you you read bob's words about rodney it's one of those like it's impossible not to do kind of start doing a rodney impression you know like you're quoting back to school you can't help it i got no respect no respect exactly you know um but it's just he 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 sits and was like yeah i can't hang out with you and then I'm, i'm hanging out with a guy who can suck his own dick and i'm just like i can't i can't i can't deal with this man I was like, this is this man had a movie about him being a dog with a tie. Like, what? Um, no, it was just like I said, uh, he had so many good stories, especially funny enough. He because bringing it, he I, he worked on dirty work, I think, right with Norm McDonald, right? Am I, I didn't know that. I think so because I believe he talked about that and Rickles because mm-hmm. Rickles was in the film. And again, it's about getting that extra perspective. You know what I mean? It's that that perspective of somebody who was in the room as these things are happening that we only read about and know about. It was just great. I mean, that's why autobiographies are wonderful like like that. Um, But again, everybody, please check out the works of Sidney Poitier. Um, God, I hope I'm saying that. Yeah, ever checked out? He's got a great movie with uh, Ackroyd called Sneakers. Yeah. You never see that. It's a spy flick. Yeah. that he's particularly good and probably one of the more modern movies that people might know him from. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, Bob Saget, you know, just look up World America's Funniest Home Videos. That's what we did, kids, before YouTube. Um, that's how we found out humanity was fucked. But so I, 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 I hate to bring that up, but it had to be mentioned. Um, now, Leo, is there anything else you have to say? <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm just doing a tweet here. Um Mm-hmm. Yeah, I well, Eternals comes out this week. I'm on finally gonna watch it. All right. Yeah. Hey, oh, speaking of finally watched, I finally watched Afterlife. Nice. We can finally nice. talk about it. Yeah, and goddamn that beautiful Harold Ramis nod at the end. Yes. <sighs> I cried. Well, I, I, I know you did, Drew. I know you know what? Did. Listen, it it Let was it out. beautiful. Get in touch with that emotion now. <clears throat> no. Come on. Don't no don't be a Grinch. Don't 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 listen. Don't let make your me heart grow it. three sizes this moment. Don't let make it me out. Rorschach. Just let it out. You guys don't Ooh. make me you guys do, you guys don't make me Rorschach this. Come on. Nope. <laughs> Just no. 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 But Rich, I'm really glad that you were finally able to watch it because it's 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 awesome. I can't wait to own it on DVD. I'm still up in the air if I wanna do the 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 ninety nine dollar box set of all three of them, mm-hmm. especially because it's going to have a lot of uh, the four, four of them now. Oh yeah, right. Because they, they they've added well they've added uh, the a digital copy, digital the copy, female, the female version. Because mm-hmm. because you know people. Sorry, you know, I still I I, st- I understand your pain as far as it being associated with the franchise. There were certain aspects of the movie are still pretty funny. Hey, listen, Rich, I'm 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 wise and old enough to acknowledge different perspectives, mm-hmm. you know, um, that I may not share. 
but that other people respect. And again, I, I don't hate if people love it and, you know, dresses like it's fine. It's just when I sat and thought about it, it wasn't my cup of tea. But right. is it is it part of Ghostbusters? Sure. You know, but did, but, you know, did we have to complain about not being in the feature? I was like, no, but whatever. But my point being is, so you liked it? You enjoyed Afterlife? Absolutely. Um, it was thoroughly satisfying. It hit on all the classic stuff and and the beauty of uh, Sigourney uh, giving her little cameo at the end. Still gorgeous. It was just beautiful. And, uh, you know, hitting on everything and uh, and the continuation of this of the storyline. So I, I'm I'm excited to continue watching this. Um, the kid from Stranger Things. God damn, is he thin and tall? I barely recognized him. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if we've ever seen the young lady before that plays Egon's granddaughter, but she, oh, yeah. did, she did a great job. Yeah, she was the younger Carol Danvers in Captain Marvel, oh, Grace okay. McKenna. She's also been in a, 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 some really great movies. Um, she's definitely an upcoming actor, but she was one of the best parts of the film because she just yeah. nailed like that to me was probably one of the best tributes to Harold's humor. Just yep. the, you know, it's fantastic. I mean, listen, but we're not here to talk about that, but I'm glad you finally watched it. And perhaps yep. in, in our next show, I can briefly say that if I'll, maybe I'll, I'll say that, Hey guys, I finally watched black widow or Eternals right. or Mar Marvel's what if or Hawkeye. But my, no, just, oh, I will. I will say my one complaint though is um, that they couldn't get Rick Moranis to do a cameo. You did say that, and you know, again, I just want to point out the reason Rick hasn't done a cameo, but he didn't feel that there was anything more for the character. You mm -hmm. know, he, he felt that that, and also, you know, he's been retired long enough, so you know, you know, sometimes when you get out of the game, you then realize you don't really miss it. So you know, I thought he was trying to dip his toe back in again. Uh, I listen. I don't know. Maybe getting um, punched, uh, randomly attacked in New York, kind of put a capper on kibosh that. on that, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I've never, I've never seen again. It just one of those moments that you realize when when there is a cause strong enough to unite fandoms. It's I've never seen people so quickly ready to hunt somebody down as they were of that guy who attacked Rick Moranis. Like, like I was like, wow, like, geez, but um, it was it was very emotional. But back to my point, um, that's great. Um, also, can I just bring up something that I want to say that I've rewatched and I think definitely needs to be um, mentioned again? Oh, go for it. Dark Man, Sam Raimi's Dark Man. We're talking. You know, Raimi, Sam Raimi is back because he's doing, you know, uh, Multiverse of Madness. Uh, his Spider-Man um, is, you know, clearly been uh, a focus now because of No Way From Home. Um, and this is not a spoiler because if anyone's watched the trailer, you already saw Ock and Goblin, so you know who they are. Um, it was great, but... Yeah, we're watching Darkman, which was an original character that Raimi created for that movie and which found somewhat of a different, somewhat of a life in the comics briefly. Um, 
It was just so great. I mean, you had Liam Neeson as just young before he was, you know, I don't know who you are. You know, it just, you had him, you had Francis McDormand, and then you had, I mean, you had Ted Raimi in there and a bunch of people. If I buy this box of tricks, there's going to be no problems, is there? <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> you say tricks is only for kids. Sorry. I'm done. I'm done with you. But so it, it was just great to revisit because it wasn't really a superhero movie. It was more like an homage to old monster films, you know, very Jekyll and Hyde. And, and it was just, again, you know, sometimes you just got to go back and appreciate these gems that were made, I think, in a time when, you know, there wasn't really an audience for them, you know? True. I don't remember that really clearly. Was that 80s, 90s, early 2000s? 90s, 90s? It, was, okay. it was 90s. Yeah, it was. He was, uh, Remy was still somewhat early on. It was definitely after. It was definitely after the the Army of Darkness, Evil Dead's. Mm, so, pre Spider, obviously pre Spider Man, yeah. mm -hmm. pre Spider Man, and the Grudge and stuff. But yeah, definitely. Uh, anyone who's a fan, I'm shouting you out. Anyone who doesn't know who the hell that is, check it out. It's pretty great. So uh, last time I saw that was on VHS. Oh man, yeah, it's been a while. That was a good I movie, though. I, 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 yeah, I agree with you. It was, but yeah, I'll need to rewatch that sometime soon. You need to add that to Plex. I will add yeah. it to Plex. Add it to Plex. All right. Um, is there anything you guys wanted to bring up before we Sophia this and ambush bug this right into back to 1985? Nope. Nope. We're no. Good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hit that Sophia. Okay. Uh, actually, we're going to do a live today. So, uh, <laughs> 1985 ambush bug the four issue limited series uh, so gas cost two dollars and 14 cents a gallon and movie tickets were a whopping three dollars and 55 cents top movies of 1985 you can't go wrong with back to the future Nice. Oh yeah. my God! Where Marty McFly goes back in time, and you know he he needs to save his family. Uh, also in '85, you can't get more '80s than Rambo. Rambo's back in First Blood Part Two. Uh, and Look how uh, young Sly was. Whoa! Oh, oh man, yeah, he was. crazy. That smooth face. Uh, also in '85, Beverly Hills Cop Two, and also another Sly Ram uh, Rocky, not Rambo Four, Rocky Four. <laughs> Adrian, <laughs> one of the least likable Rockies. Adrian, actually, wait, no, I'm wrong. That was five. Four was, was still that Jabaka or was that Rocky Balboa? I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, top TV of 1985, Family Ties, uh, where Marty goes back in time to teach the Republicans what they really need. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I loved Family Ties. Also in 85, Murder, She Wrote, Cheers. Was another great one. Uh, Dallas and Golden Girls. Uh, Saturday morning cartoons, thankfully, were, were fully on and going. We, we could catch classics like Ewoks. Uh, you know, before, you know, Baby Yoda, we had, uh, uh, what was his name? Um, help me out here. What the fuck is that little Ewoks name? <laughs> I don't remember. Widget? Widget, 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 Widget W. Warwick. Wicket, Wicket, yeah. Oh no, that Wicket, was Wicket. It was Wicket, yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Uh, and also at the same time, droids. So you had a Star Wars Power Hour. Uh, also, uh, Muppet Babies, the Smurfs, and uh, you know every parent's nightmare: Dungeons and Dragons. Gonna nice. turn your kids into uh, like one of my favorite cartoons of all time. Oh yeah, I love Dungeons and Dragons. Oh my god! But you know it was gonna turn us all satanic. You know, so it's uh, yeah, we, we had that going for us. <laughs> Uh, Top Zone Comics in 1985. Uh, Secret Wars was going on. Secret Wars 2. Uncanny, Uncanny X-Men, number 195. Uh, Crisis yeah. on Infinite Earths, number 4. Web of Spider-Man, number 4. And Cloak and Dagger, number 2. Nice. Those were the top-selling comics in 1985. Some games there. Yeah. Just a young freshman in high school. I was out of all that. What's you know, obviously, Back to the Future is everybody's favorite. But what's your second favorite out of the uh, the list? Baby Beyonder, Secret Wars two, Secret Wars two, yeah. Oh my god, I was like the Baby Beyonder story. It it, murderers, murderer here, murdering heroes. It's so funny because in, in essentially what happened is that Crisis on Infinite Earths and then Secret Wars became. They're the grandfathers of the comic book crossover event. The, what they did laid down the groundwork for every other mainstream event we've ever seen. Like, Absolutely. you know, and I honestly still feel that a lot of a lot of events can't really match some of their scope. I mean, especially Crisis. I mean, Crisis. You know, you took all those separate DC worlds and you're trying to put them in one box, like. It's a yeah. lot. If only there was a DC continuity cop. Um, and, and which is again what exactly what Ambush Bug is making fun of. Yes. Um, but two dot like every time you tell me gas prices, Leo, I just feel my wallet whimper. It's just why yeah, two two fourteen again. That seems a little high for nineteen eighty five. Maybe maybe it was uh that does maybe, sound high for 1985. That sounds real high. Maybe, maybe, maybe for, for, for Stacy and Madonna. But that was, of course, way before Nirvana. I'm done. I remember my senior high oh. school, I think it was like, which is 89, was like 199 or, or 99 or 109. Something like okay, that. Okay, so my mistake, actually, uh, $1.12 a gallon. $1.12 a gallon. Yeah, that that's... Uh, now Drew's pocket are really crying. Yeah, two fourteen was was uh, constant. It, yeah. it just three forty five today. I I think my wallet just jumped off the table. Yeah, Harry Carey there. Now, but no 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 family ties fans. Leo, do you understand? I'm, I'm that not a fan of handshaking. And listen, I'm not going to lie to you. Every time we bring up family ties, you get so excited. You're like, oh my god, family ties. It, like, it, 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 it was a magical time, you know. Listen, was, uh... There were a lot of great shows. He loved okay. Mallory, okay? He was he a clearly, big Mallory fan. Clearly. He had a crush. Clearly. He had a crush. Or was Mallory it Mrs. Keaton, Leo? Who was it? Was Ooh. it Mallory or was it Mrs. Keaton? Might have been Mallory, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we know what the, we know what he's going for. Him and the wife are going for Halloween now. Yeah, because uh, Mrs. Uh, Keaton, you know, your gaydar wasn't going off. She she definitely, you know. It's not down with the mail. See, he's he's turning to the book to distract from the fact that we're right. 
<laughs> so that, that's classic, uh, a classic diversion. I know this. Um, but before we get to that, uh, is there any big comic news? Anything y'all want to shout out before before we get to this weird freaking book? Uh, the only big thing I, like I'm reading right now, Lex is, is uh, trying to take on Batman in the current storyline. What, what storyline uh, are you reading? Uh, the current Batman run. Oh, okay. Uh, Lex killed off Batman Inc., it looks like. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. That's sad. I used to actually like that. What about you, Rich? You reading anything good? Nathan. I've been doing uh, more animated stuff. I've been watching a lot of The Brave and the Bold. It's so good. Oh, nice. Oh, my Really good enjoyment. So good. And uh, there, there actually is an episode that has Ambush Bug in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's later on during the show. I think like the third or fourth season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it it is for a show king, king of obscure with, characters on that show. With for a show that was very Silver Age, I thought it did a really great job of establishing its characters and and still being really entertaining. And I honestly, I, I have long said that if you're going to introduce anybody to the DC universe. You should show them that show, and they'll have a good understanding of the characters. Plus, the episode where Batman splits into three versions of himself is pretty great. I just saw that one. Oh, okay. Batman does not eat nachos. Or when um, Plastic Man, Green Arrow, and I think Mark, oh, and Captain Marvel all dress up as Batman in Batman's absence because he's injured. Mm hmm. Yeah, Classic Man has no pants. The the versions are great, and one of my favorite things is that their version of Etrigan rhymes. Yeah, he's a rhymer, and I'm just like, it's it's the small attention to detail, but <laughs> Brave and the Bold is definitely great. I'm not going to lie to you on that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything. Well, I, I mean, I mentioned Dark Man. Um, I'm reading Nightwing right now. Uh, for a story for Screen Rant. So I'm reading a, uh, one of the stories that takes place after one year later. And it's basically where Dick is getting settled back in New York, which is so weird to see him not in Bloodhaven, you know? Um, and Jason Todd is impersonating Nightwing. Apparently he's been doing that for like ages. But, you know, he's Jason Todd, so he has no problem killing people. So that weird and then at some point he just turns into a gigantic tentacle monster and i'm just like wait jason todd does mm-hmm. and it, are you it sure you're been... not wearing uh reading the manga no i'm i'm I, you know what leo <laughs> just because you said that next time I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna skin send you a screenshot so you can see what i mean by tentacles and it's I, horrifying i want to see your hentai no it's not my hentai okay first things first you would be so lucky second thing um I don't watch that, young man. Third, Mallory. Um, <laughs> no, it was just, it was one of those where it's one of those like, who, who, who thought this is a good idea? You know, it's, it's, it's one of those where now that DC is in that stage of everything is, 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 is con- continuity again, everything is all connected. You're like, so, so this is canon again? Jason, you know, Jason Todd's red hair is canon again. So this is canon. And you're like, Okay, this is one of those we don't talk about it. What about it? It was like, no, no, don't, don't, don't happen. But 
Yeah, so I'm reading that right now. It's decent, but it's just weird. But story of my life. So Ambush Bug. Yes. This was a mini series in 1985. Indeed. This Rich, this was your pick. So um can I ask you what made you choose this? Well, um, as I have committed to trying to find uh, more obscure and less uh, popular, less top 10 uh, comics, um, I always remember this being funny and goofy. And he was such a pain in the ass to Superman. And I was like, this this has to go on the list. This, this, is, mm-hmm. this has got to go on my top list of obscure things. Because I know you guys would never pick this. Not in a million years. Mm-hmm. so that that's where it oh, came yeah. from short and, simple uh, to the point yeah <gasps> the, uh, and his little assistant in the beginning it's what is it a doll he finds on the floor that becomes the uh Jeez. what is it what, what is it drew the something wonder instead of the boy it's wonder he's the, the toy wonder. wonder the toy wonder yeah the toy wonder yeah he's the toy wonder uh, spoiler: He he dies in the first episode, but he comes back for Son of Ambush Bug. Oh, nice! I didn't read that. That's awesome. Yeah. I I started reading Son of Ambush Bug after this. I enjoyed that a little more than than this run. Oh, really? Yeah. It this seems is more, more jumping all over the place. This this is like the super super meta. Um, I mean, you've got the writers and the editor chiming in through the whole stories. Oh, yeah. Um, they they pick, poke fun of, uh, like, uh, there's a comment about George Perez at some point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, even yeah. George Perez had to start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Um, but, yeah, oh, and it, like right here, he was talking about something. Uh, oh, is your family Greek? And he goes, great, because I've always wanted to hit a homer. Boom. <laughs> Out of the park. I, I, like I said, this, this, character and story is very much the a meta way to comment on the true ridiculousness the convoluted uh retcons just the the the, the absurdity of comic books you know and it wasn't just making it for me like i was reading this this felt to me like being deadpool before deadpool like this is just references and randomness and just nuts like it, it it was definitely. I, I can't even describe it. Like I, I felt like every page I read was like flipping to a different channel. You know, on a broken TV set, you weren't sure what, where where the broadcasts were coming from, but you're like, oh okay. So we're doing this now. Um, but Leo, I do kind of agree with you. Like I I did enjoy this, but there were certain like I, I didn't connect with it as well as I thought I would. Like something was a little off there to me because I guess I kind of enjoy randomness with a bit of a point, you know, like I don't love every Deadpool story I've ever read. Like there's some that I enjoy more than others, but like when this was good, it was good. And when it wasn't, it was still passable, you know? So, so real quick, uh, anybody know the characters? I mean, we have Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown? Yeah, yeah, yeah in the background. Yeah. Right there. See? Oh, yeah, look at that. Yeah, so I mean, like, 
Dopey Dog, uh, maybe? Is that Hong Kong Fooey? Oh, that could be Hong Kong Fooey. Yeah. And could and, that be Sigmund the Sea Monster behind him? Yeah, I think so. Wow. Talk about obscure. You know? And then on top of it, you had Keith pulling, Keith Giffen pulling double duty. I mean, he was the right. No, he wasn't. He wasn't the writer and artist. He was just the creator. He, someone else was doing I, I, artwork. I thought, he, I thought he wrote this. I thought he, he, he no, he, he did. He no, wrote... he wrote it, but he, but he did the art. The art was somebody else, I think. Right. It starts off with the USS Enterprise and they're going to steal all the world's comic books. Hmm. Yeah. So that, that to me was like, oh, yeah, man, it, listen, guys away. out there, if you want, a ridiculous story where you're just going to laugh and at the same time be hit with insane DC history. This is the book. This is the book for you. This is fun. Yeah, if you're just looking for somebody to laser somebody and, and, and punch somebody in the face, this is not the book for you. But if you want to laugh and, 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 and laugh at the absurdity of comic books through comic book artists' eyes, great the the comedic value on every other page i was like that's brilliant uh, oh my god how do how do you not think of that just great great smart smart writing um i i get what you guys say there's not a great continuity because the books jump all over the place mm -hmm. um but there oh. is but there's a creative obscurity and uh, absurdity is the beauty of this book yes well put, Rich. Well put. Thank you. Now, I, I kind of, I, I totally got what it was going for. Uh, I, I just felt that the the Son of Ambush bug accomplished it a little better. You know, I, I totally get going everywhere and, and Drew talking about flipping channels. Um, mm. But it, it, it's just, it. I absolutely loved it, but it does seem like it went where I got lost a couple places at least you know maybe give some sort of ending before you you move on to something else so, so i do need to ask this um because since it was a very much common thing who uh what was your favorite dark side cameo i have to ask that because i know which mine was so um, oh when he gets deflated that's my favorite okay mine was working at uh, i think mcdonald's <laughs> <laughs> I did forget about that one. That's pretty funny. So, one second. I also got a very mad magazine feel out of it. Back, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah that, that was one of my favorites. Um, oh my God. Yo, can I just. Oh, the giant some of the ads in this comic book just, man, bring you back. I mean, they had like the Kenner toys. I don't know if you could flip through these a little bit, Leo, but some of the ads, yeah, were, yeah this Red Tornado series. I mean, just bringing you back to stuff that I haven't seen in so many years. Yeah, then even the Twizzlers ad, I was like, wow, this was great. I, I read this with such glee, the guide to collecting comics. Yeah, that it was very funny. And um, th there's a lot of, there's there's fake ads in here, ambush bug ads. There's like a lollipop that is a kryptonite filling. and. Mm -hmm. They were really well, creative with this. Well, Keith Giffen has always struck me as somebody who had a great sense of humor. So, I mean, he, this this entire book kept getting uh, interrupted by a koala playing golf. You're like, <laughs> what? 
Like, I, I, I do agree with you, Rich. This is a hard book to sell. As mm-hmm. in, it's it it would be hard for someone who doesn't read comics to to read this first off. Mm. This is like starting Futurama off with Jurassic Park. Like right. y- you might turn somebody off. Yeah. That. Like Leo here, the warlord. These were the coolest. These were the most articulated cool toys before the McFarland stuff came out. They were, they were, they were better definition and better sculpted than like He-Man was. But on that level. Mm. I'm sure you guys are familiar with the Warlord comic. Oh yeah. You know, just just oh, me. Yeah, no, no. I, 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 I haven't read a lot of it, but I know of it. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm trying to find pictures of the Warlord toys for you. Sure. But um, yeah, this this stuff is all great. Yeah, there you go. Boom. Boom. Dark side with fries. <laughs> it's the hat. It's the hat that gets me. <laughs> Darks. You know. I bet a Big Mac on Apocalypse doesn't even come with fries. Because <laughs> you know, listen, they're evil, so you know McDonald's will be there. They have blackened fries. There you go. Look at that superpowers collection. It's impossible for you not to read some of these ads and not want to do like voices. Now, this to me, this is my favorite issue. Because being someone who remembers way too many weird things. Um, this was great because, and I was talking about this with Rich, uh, Leo before, while we were waiting for you to come on so we could start the show. This to me was great because everything he's calling out actually happened. All of the characters in this book that you see, all the weird, weird characters, they all happened. And, and we have to laugh at that. We're like, yeah, this is where comics were like eggs, egg, egg food. Food. Wonder Tot, um, a very adult version of Archie before Riverdale, Super yeah. Turtle, whatever Super the hell, is. Super Tortoise, whatever. Super the- and then, and then if you're reading all this, they, they talk about Super Horse and Super Chimp. Yep. And then you get the, I don't know, looks like a pixie water troll. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, like I said, uh, yeah. Um, Leah, you just might as well just keep flipping yeah, through totally. it. Just keep making fun of it. Um, wait, wait, you always go so fast. Yeah, go back. Keep on flipping. Okay. Into yeah, the like future. We, we got a crypto and streaky. Super chimp. And then the famous Supergirl flying horse space centaur. I was like, I can't. I, someone. <laughs> Someone told me the story of that, and I was like, "This is wow. the most confusing thing ever." Like what? Leo, Leo, trust. Me, look at what? It. I can't even explain it to you. Centaur okay. red. All I know is at one point a horse was in love with Supergirl. That's all I'm going to tell you. Okay. Yeah, and he was he was a horse, 
and then a centaur and like the confusing thing the way he wrote the way he wrote it is 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 not wrong it's so confusing oh no it's 100 percent accurate it's horrifying like why um somewhere in here we get into bat hound and how they wanted to mask bat hound's identity by giving him a mask what, can't wait, stop wait, laughing about wait a second. He, he's just a flying horse. It, it's just, yeah, no, 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 no. You, you are never just a flying horse, Leo. You are never just a flying horse. He's trying to look it up now. I am, Leo, 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 say right. this, say this for the Twitter. Okay? Google it for later. Star it. Move, move on. You told me to look it up. Make a you, had, you had, you had iffy. This was hilarious. Batmite. Being married to Starmite. Starmite. I was like, yo, I'm done. <laughs> I was like, that's the most adorably ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Well, there you go. And in the bottom is Lex's surprise pops. Uncle Lex. And, uh, and you got to even enjoy Ambush Bug. It's Keith Giffen making fun of how Batman got dark. He was like, you know, Batman was really cheesy back in the day, pulling out in it. And then now, now he's really dark and he has no sense of humor whatsoever. And he's even thinner. Like, like it's a before and after photo. <laughs> yeah. You get to, uh, a little drawing lesson and how to make teriyaki burgers at the same time. Fantastic. Who could ask for more in your comic book? Yeah. Right? These are some of the great ads. Thousands of comic books. Yes, that's right. Thousands and thousands. And this and now, I love. What, what they're all it, mine. Just thought this, I'd like to, you to know. This I also loved because look at all these different artists that and I, I don't even know. Like, this is clearly the artist making fun of all these different. You got Kirby, you got Frank Miller is there, you got Steve yep. Ditko, um, Gil Kane. Yep, Gil Kane. You know, um, is that Gene Colon? Gene Colon is in there. And then I didn't yeah. know the last one. But yeah, Robert like, Warren Fleming, which I think he worked on this book. Yes, he did. Right. So that was fantastic. Because he just again there's this teriyaki burger again. That's yeah. right. Never enough teriyaki well, yeah. burgers. He, he that's must have on it. But no, but because that's six ambush bugs and a teriyaki burgers. Bam. Um yeah, I, I have no words for those two. I was like, yeah. No. And these these are actual DC characters. That's what he it's DC's history. It's crazy. Mr. Doodles Duck. Mr. Doodles Duck. I can't. Move on, please. This is, yeah. And then I was like, what the hell is this? This one, I was just like, okay, this is just like, I've, you know, it's horrible. I thought of the Larry David as this, this rant oh, yeah. is going. Oh, you know? okay. I thought just, that was Roy Thomas at first. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, it just, it's just the, the cursing and the, the, hey, everyone. I'm just imagining Larry David, especially yeah. in the costume. Um, but don't go, don't worry, kids. It's bonkers. Fruit yeah, candy hits you with a new flavor, watermelon. Well, that was an actual, that was an actual ad, though. Yeah, that was real candy. I know. I'm just saying. Still, it's bonkers. He's still thinking about Mallory when he's thinking about the squirting in the middle. No, it is totally. <laughs> he thinks Mal. He wants Mallory to see his bonkers. 
Um, there we go. Here we are break, break, breaking the fourth wall and the literally um, the page. Literally, and this is this is where you know you get that even George Perez had to start off somewhere. You know. Yep, right there on the upper right. Um, this oh, and this character, Mopey. So, can, Rich, can I for a second? Because I actually yeah yeah go for it. Because I I was not aware of this till I read this, and I'm so so enamored by this character. The only reason I know about it is because I wrote an article for it for Screen Rant. So basically, back in the day, I think Julia Schwartz was had some hand in this one. You met this character who basically stopped Barry Allen and told him he had to take away his powers because Bear, because Barry accidentally, uh, basically Barry shouldn't have gotten them. He was the one responsible for the lightning bolt that struck the lab, giving him his powers. But because the chemicals that were used were technically police property, that would be considered a crime. So he had to correct the injustice. So the Flash had to bargain with Mopey, who I believe is styled to look kind of like one of the DC editors. I don't know if it was Julius or not. I, it, again, it's been a couple of months since I wrote the article. Um, but yeah, so Flash had to literally work an entire night for the exact amount of money that all the chemicals would have cost and had done in like one night so he could get his powers back. And then we never saw him again. It was one of those where I think it was like one or two other appearances and then Mopey was gone, rewritten because they were like, why the fuck are we making you know, a small green kind of Kibro looking wizard elf the person who's responsible for the Flash. Like, really? Right. So, And, and in this, I think they uh, they mentioned that he said that he's the one who uh, guided Kal-El's ship to Earth. Oh, he, he's everything. Kal-El... Um, Wonder Woman, Spider Man, like the whole kit and caboodle. Spider Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't he? They, they say that he's yeah, like cross genre, yeah. He did. He said the radioactive spider, the science display. And oh, yeah, like, Rick, Rick Jones, mm -hmm. Rick Jones into the direction to the gamma bomb, mm -hmm. yeah. Basically, Mopey was pushing at so many great characters along the way. And I was just like, I can't, you know. So even Batman, on, he, he flew to bat into the mansion. Yep, yeah. he's the one who's like, go that way. So Moby is very instrumental in the it, comic book universe. Yep, so instrumental, they forgot about him. <sighs> Next, and he's responsible for Jim Shooter. True story. Yeah, now we got our little bizarro, bizarro ambush bug one shot, one one pager, and then, and then these two. I have no words for what appears to be a glue ghost and the worst DC cop in the world, and then disintegrated by dark side. Um, I can't. Um, yeah, but then and so, then. Yeah, this, Strange book. goofy book for sure. Strange goofy book. Um, but speaking of this, as you put it, strange goofy book, um, I would, before we end talking about this, as you put it, strange goofy book, I would like to give a shout out to somebody 
uh, whose cosplay definitely deserves some attention. And uh, Leo, if you could please show the clip. This is someone I know in the cosplay world. Uh, his, I believe it's Co... I could never say it right because it's two O's. So it's a Co-Odd-Worth cosplay. He did a fantastic ambush bug. He's got a toy wonder, and that's him meeting Keith Giffen, the character's creator. Uh, I know him as Jeff. Jeff has a fantastic sense of humor. His cosplays are attentionate, detailed. The guy has a real passion for it. And I will also say that among my favorites of his, uh, Doctor Who, The Boys, anything, he does a fantastic classic psycho pirate from Crisis on Infinite Earths. Nice. So and Keith looks thrilled to be there. Oh, that no, he's a curmudgeon. <laughs> Keith Keith Giffen is a curmudgeon. I've been told to go fuck myself at least once by him. So nice, uh, really. Oh yeah, he's he's a he's a character, but he's he's got a good sense of humor. If we if we have on my uh, my friend Kevin again, and we're talking about Booster and Gold. Oh, does him and and our friend Seth have some stories about nice. Keith Giffen? So, but. Let's finish the end of Ambush Book. Thank you. All um, right. So we got the fourth book. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Yeah, we, we weren't done. We're, we're, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, we still got to have the artist's uh, son or daughter drawing yeah, pages. Stop, stop looking at photos of Mallory and, and let's get back to what we're doing. Give me a second. Sorry. <laughs> Now I'm totally picturing like bubbles coming out of Leo's head with him. Pictures like, <laughs> of Mallory in her little sweater. Oh, I'm never going to live that down. Ever. <laughs> the the death of the ambush bug. Oh, no. no. Death. <gasps> Not the death. Oh, yeah. The socks of doom. Dr. Argyle. No, it's Argyle. Argyle. <laughs> Yeah, this this was pretty ridiculous. Um, basically, uh, one of his uh, what is it when uh, an explosion happens and the sock gets caught into it, and he loves ambush bug. I I don't know. It was a really ridiculous story. <laughs> and then he puts on a Doctor Doom mask because he gets torn up by a cat. And yeah, yeah, he's not a fan of ambush bug anymore. Clearly not. He needs to capture him and uh, destroy him. But, you know, he's a sock. What you going to do when the socks come for you, bad boys? I, bad boys. I, 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 I don't know how to say this, but I, I don't want to say this book gave me a slight headache, but I definitely needed to take like five minutes and do the, what did I just read? <laughs> and uh, 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 the family tree there just has some uh, funny names there. Uh, oh, yeah. It's related to Bill Bixby, Ted Koppel, and Howdy Doody, Fred Mertz, <laughs> Captain Video. I can't. RCA Schwab Esquire, Gilligan, Zenith Schwab, Admiral Schwab, Erwin Schwab. A lot of Schwabs. <laughs> Must be a bunch of dentists. And of course, the NBC Peacock. Of course. So yeah, I mean, I, I I guess this was a Looney one, but this was my pick because I love Looney stuff. Oh my god, this, this this I just want to point out that killed me. Oh, that's because hilarious. The Bonus fire page. As long as Mars, sure okay? this was okay, Mister Bug. 
that making fun of the over sexualization of 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 starfire poor mar like, wolfman being abused oh god <laughs> again i just will say this um even if there are moments in this that i too like leo was very lost i mean you got to give one credit keith gibbons got a good sense of humor Oh, yeah. you know, and, and I don't know if you guys read the letters pages at all, but they're really funny too. Oh no, I didn't. Oh yeah, because oh, Ambush Bug is the one who's answering them. Oh, oh no! Really? Oh no! Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. So if, if if anyone out there needs a good comedic laugh, this is the book for you. Agreed. It, I definitely feel like I would recommend this to an older fan of DC. You know, or if you Somebody. need to drop some mushrooms, this is also a great book. Oh my god, no! If you need to drop mushrooms, what you do is you drop mushrooms and then you read Doctor Strange, then you start seeing shit. That's okay. what you do. I wouldn't know. I went to a liberal arts college and still never did any hardcore drugs. Yep, still can't believe that that's one. A, myself. I think that's a good thing. I, I good... listen. I went to SUNY Purchase. You would think that, and I and I kid you not. I've been offered every drug you can think of, and I still was like, "No, I'm good. No, I'm fine. Thank you." Yeah. Uh, no, I you know. I did just like the normal high schooler. Had my LSD and my pot in high school. That's yeah. I, I I was I was a dork. I didn't do anything. Leo, you were killing snakes. You couldn't you couldn't deal with drugs. Not not, not during high school. During high school, it was. Uh... <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Was it only college years? Excuse me, Leo. Excuse, I'm sorry. <laughs> he Leo. was honing his body to be the warrior it was. Leo, okay. I hate to tell you, okay. You're not St. Patrick, okay. You didn't chase all the snakes out of the Americas, okay. Dude, the, no. The snake. The snakes were later in life. It was, uh, you know, af after the farmhouse was uh, left alone for a while. It was. Uh, during the golden years of the farmhouse, it was, uh, you know, it was awesome living. It was, you know, uh, the land was cursed. It was cursed, I tell you. It, it, it was uh, riding an ATC through the woods. And uh, Leo, whatever you have to tell yourself, okay, all I know is, again, if you ever got in the mob, your nickname has to be Snakes. Snakes. Okay. okay. It's got to be that. Snakes. Yeah, exactly. That's your, that's your mob name. It's like, hey, it's Snakes Pond. Right, just maybe just call yourself snakes don't don't give yourself a last name okay He's the yeah. X man uh Seamus yeah. says uh you guys rock thank you Seamus and uh he's asking what y'all smoking on tonight real and, life uh, earlier earlier velvet earlier yeah, earlier like and afterwards <laughs> like an hour ago and then like five minutes after we're done okay you, you gonna you gonna do that and then uh, put on eternals is it, is it out now, today? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not going to watch it. I'll get around to it. In the next week or two. Smoke two jokes tonight. Yeah, no. yeah. I, 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 he's going to put on. He's... enjoy another bowl of a nice, beautiful Jewish chicken soup that my Harley made me with the matzo balls. There you go. Yeah. I feel like I feel like one day, if we review a Harley book, if she doesn't somehow make some cameo, I feel like you're going to get like a hammer to the head, Rich. I was trying to get her to do a show with me, but you know, you know how that goes. You do you. Yes. <laughs> Drew, but, I want to see the Drew and Squirrel Girl show. 
Oh God. And more like Drew and and this I, I'm pretty sure that if we cover something from 2099, I might be able to get her on. She loved that book. Okay. So um but so I guess before we get to our concluding thoughts, because I don't feel like there's really much more to say about this. Uh I don't know. Now should we crowbar this bitch? Do you want to crowbar or do you want to do do you want to do a toy wonders? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> How many, how many dark side fry guys do you want to make this? Oh my God. See, the toys I'm giving it 3.7 dark side fry guys. I'm done with you. I, I'm going to give it 3.5 toy wonders. You know, it, it was definitely good, but there were certain parts of it that I was like, Leo, I was like, um, what? What about you, Leo? Yeah, I agree. Uh, 3.5. Yeah, I, I, it's uh, you know, it, it's a solid B. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have enjoyed it more if I understood some of the references, you know. Um, but yeah, it, it was wacky as all hell. Uh, I love it where uh, um, the creation of it uh, was: what if Bugs Bunny was a superhero? You know. Oh, okay. uh, so, yeah. Uh, oh, that was from uh, Keith. Uh, Keith said that. Oh, nice. Awesome. Yeah. And, and it's also great because Ambush Bug actually is now, I mean, he's always been on and off in comics, but he's actually made a more recent debut as part of the latest Suicide Squad. Oh, cool. So, yeah, that's it's really weird. Because you're I seeing it's a part of Doom Patrol as well. Listen, that guy's meta as hell. He can be everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's flopped a bunch of places over the years. More than just tormenting Superman, he's definitely expanded his insane repertoire. But I mean, he's gone in and out of favor over the years with DC as well. Okay. Um, I think he was an in Infinite Frontier as well, and I I know he was in all the um, uh, DC Infinite Earth Crisis on Infinite Earth series. I I'm just honestly waiting for them to be a time. If I could just see one panel between him and Deadpool, I feel like that would just break like. Breaking. Oh, just be I, like... I, I, I sent that to the messages instantly. It was a weird thing. Yeah. I don't imagine. know if you guys can pull that from the messages, Leo, that image that I sent of the two of them together. It's uh, something. Do, do, do. If it's even worth doing. Yeah. Uh, Facebook is going super slow. Hold on. Super slow. No worries. Super slow. Yeah, right after Drew wrote. Leo, where my links at? <laughs> where my links at, yo? Where my links at, yo? Sometimes we got to get after our captain because you know, got to work late. He got the day job to worry about. Oh, whoa! As do we all. Yeah, it's true. But oh, so. Yeah, trust me, I get it. Because I gotta get when I when we're done, I gotta eat dinner and then I gotta jump right back briefly to my other job. Cause uh, apparently, just I had like twenty, I had like twenty four applications in one day. So I'm like, wow, that's great. There you go, Drew. Like, uh, yeah, well, I ambush I'm bug submitting... first dead. Oh, where, 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 I, I jumped away for just like a second. 
Sorry, loser, but I'm the only one who gets to break the fourth wall. Do your worst. I'll just get rebooted. I got to read that. That's awesome. I've got to read that. Um, okay. So I don't know. Do, do any of you have uh, anything to wrap up? Or also, Leo, uh, do we uh, leave a little spoiler about our guests next week? Or do we let them tune in? Uh, well, we can definitely give a little spoiler next week. Uh, we're going to be talking to uh, one of the artists behind Pinky and the Brain. And me. So, uh, yeah. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, I, Isn't that where Pinky and the Brain came from? Yes. Oh, yeah. no, you're right. I'm you're making you're, sure. You're, you're right. But no, I'm, I'm, sure I'm very excited. Because that show came out in the 90s. It's still funny today. Oh, hell yeah. You know, um, and I can't wait for Doug's stories about writing the show, working the show. You know, I've met both Maurice and uh, Rob Paulson and they, uh, God, those, those men, like I think. Voice the reason, actors. Correction. Right. Those voice actors. Thank you, Rich. Mm-hmm. I honestly think voice actors will live forever because their job is primarily bringing joy to other people, especially comedic ones. Like, like they'll never age because they bring joy. Like, come on. But that's just my opinion. But I'm very excited because I love Pinky in the Brain. <sighs> yeah, so look forward to that next week here Tuesday on Splash Pages. Yes. Uh, well, I want to thank everybody for watching this fine evening. Definitely check the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. And uh, as always, Drew, where do you like people interacting with you? Listen, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I write for Screen Rant. I've said it a billion times. I'm sure you've heard it. If you look me up, I promise you, I will respond with a yay or nay. I promise. Just there you go. Go. Have a good night. All right. Well, you can find me here, of course, every Tuesday on Splash Pages, a comic book club, which we would love for you. If none of you, if you have not joined yet, please join on Facebook, Splash Pages, a comic book club. And you can find me. I'm Rich uh, Davis on Facebook and on uh, the gram. You can find me. I'm Ghostbuster Man 1984. I hate you cool. so much. <laughs> Uh, and uh, just Google Leo Pond. You'll find a bunch of stuff about me. But more importantly, follow these awesome people. That's what you need to do. Uh, and uh, check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. About 40 shows on a network. A lot of awesome people doing a lot of awesome stuff. And uh, with that, catch you guys later. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>